Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We are all entitled to sexual health, just as much as physical and mental health. We want to make it easier for folks to find resources. However they engage with us, there's no wrong door. So it's important that people are able to get access to care that is affirming. Talking about what their sex life is, about their concerns, and to make sure they're healthy. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your sexual health matters. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. What's going on, Rush Nation? It's Murph. It's Monday. It's time for the waiver wire. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope you all enjoyed the games that happened uh, yesterday, especially the the six o'clock games. They were some absolutely brilliant uh, performances on display, some really close games, and the drama was was really high and. Uh, Really, really special day, I think, for the NFL. Lots of great plays, lots of uh, unbelievably exciting highlight reels. If you were watching Red Zone, you were definitely uh, spoiled for the first sort of three, three and a half hours of that. I know I was watching it. Evening games didn't quite live up to the same kind of hype, but then I don't think anything would. So uh, it is Monday. We're now officially in the Week 11 trail. Uh, even though we've still got a game tonight for those of you that might need to get a, uh, a victory on the board. I want to start this podcast off by just giving a mention to uh, the Kickers Matter podcast boys, um, Jack and uh, Steve and Jamie. Um, unfortunately, the NFL UK world lost Steve, who won the co-host of that podcast on uh, Saturday to uh, liver cancer. He got diagnosed a couple of weeks ago. Um, I'd never met Steve, but interacted with him through uh, fancy football. We had a few fancy football leagues we were in. And, uh, you know, it's just tragically sad that that someone who uh, is a real giant in the community really contributed to articles and content and uh, a podcast and just really loved the sport. 
genuinely great guy who just you know got on with absolutely everybody and you know was never afraid of to share his opinions and to give you feedback to to push you and make and make you better so it's a huge loss uh, our thoughts go out to the kickers matter podcast guys and to steve's family his uh, his boy and his wife um and just you know the the, the fantasy community is is a little worse off this weekend as a result of it and uh just you know big thoughts go out to to everyone and you know everything we do let's just hope we remember about life and and how special it is and to cherish what we do have and how lucky we are to watch a game that we love or participate or write or podcast or whatever and and just anything else that that you do just just cherish it because you never know when it might be be taken away but steve you you might have uh you might have left us, but you'll certainly never be forgotten. And I, I seem to think you'll probably be here and uh, shouting instructions to all of us and winning the pages to victory. So uh, rest in peace. Going to the waiver wire this week, it's uh, really, really thin. Uh, it's obviously really difficult to pull out um, some value. Uh, there are some positions where I think there really is some enormous value. We had six teams on by uh, last week in week 10. We've got four teams on by this week and four teams on by next week, including some real strong fantasy offenses. So we've ploughed through to give you the, the absolute best of the best uh, of what's available. Uh, but keep an eye on the injury report because there could be some news with regards to people like Saquon Barkley. That means that someone like Wayne Gorman, who was probably picked up and people spent fab on and then have let go, uh, might all of a sudden become interested. We will also drop an article later on this week, we'll probably touch upon this podcast tomorrow, uh, with regards to fantasy handcuffs, especially running back handcuffs. And this is the time of the year now where if you can afford to stash one or two handcuffs, now, now is the time. So uh Andre one of our new writers is going to be tackling that piece but we'll talk about this in a little bit more detail if you can pick up a handcuff uh a running back handcuff it's not going to cost you too much fab um then definitely start stashing these guys because they'll probably have more upside long term especially for the playoffs than maybe some of the guys we're talking about but we want to keep the waiver wire to more of a week to week try and win your week kind of uh, article and podcast so that's really what i'm going to talk you through now however do keep an eye for strategy in long term pick up those handcuffs to start you know protecting and trying to win your league because again last year i had uh some pickups that that won me leagues uh you're talking about jamal williams in, in the fantasy playoffs you had you had cj anderson you also had the likes of damian williams last year and these were guys who we're picking up very, very quickly and try to get ahead of the curve. And when people, when the news broke about Kareem Hunt or Todd Gurley or Aaron Jones, um, I had these guys pretty much ready to go on my rosters, which meant people couldn't get them. And that took me to, you know, getting into the playoffs and like third spot to, to winning things because uh, I had the, you know, the RB ones when it mattered. And it is just a gamble and it's a crapshoot and you never know uh, when it's going to happen. But you know, sometimes you get a season like last season where loads of players go down. And don't forget, running back is such a physical position. We've seen so many injuries already this year. There's no doubt there's going to be more to come in the, in the coming weeks. There's been a couple this week as well. So do keep an eye on that and do start thinking about picking up those handcuffs because it could be too late. Uh, a piece could go down this week and then all of a sudden you're behind the, the eight ball on that. So do keep that in mind. But let's start with week 11. Players to focus on. We'll start with the quarterback position. 
First quarterback is Nick Foles. Nick Foles is back in the fold. He's 9.2% owned. He is coming off injured reserve. He has only played one quarter of football this season. In fact, I don't even think he finished the quarter for injuring his clavicle. But that offense is starting to click a little bit. Uh, the wide receivers definitely are getting going. Uh, this adds some real value to people like Didi Westbrook. There was a real uh, strength and, and combination with them in preseason. So... Nick Foles has proven that he can sustain reasonable fantasy value and could probably over the course of uh, the rest of the season end up around that QB 10 to QB 14. But this week uh, seems to be quite a strong play for him. And therefore, really what's on the why is probably the best option available. But another option you might want to go with is Sam Darnold. He is 11.7% owned. Uh, he's coming off a week when he went 19 to 30 for 230 yards, one touchdown. He did lose a fumble. In fact, he fumbled the ball three times, but he only lost one. He had 35 yards rushing and a touchdown. And he put in, it's definitely his best performance of the season. Uh, he coming back from mono, you could see that he finally starting to, to click. He's got weapons in Crowder, LeBell, Demarius Thomas and almost the point where now I'd say Robbie Anderson is droppable so anyone that invested that 7th round 8th round ninth round uh, capital on, on Robbie Anderson has stashed him hoping it would come good he's uh, definitely droppable now so you can you can go ahead and use uh, him as make weight to, to fix this they're playing Washington next week or this week um, should be a good matchup for Donald to exploit and be able to to get some fantasy points on the board I'm not expecting him to be absolutely amazing but you know in comparison to who else is on the wire people like Mitch Trubitsky for example he's definitely sort of the the best of the bunch there and again we use a 30 percent threshold which we use from espn so definitely check your league there's definitely people out there with better and stronger uh, credentials that could come in but it's definitely gonna be better than the brian hoyers and the uh, jeff driscoll's of the world that you could potentially pick up moving on to running back uh running back position is slightly boosted by a couple of injuries this week so we'll start with jd mckissick he was on last week's wave of wires i hope you added him and you don't need to add him again this week he is 15 percent owned he's coming off a week where he finished with 36 yards rushing and only 19 yards receiving but he did get six receptions jeff driscoll is someone who isn't a strong quarterback when it comes to uh fantasy or even real nfl perspective he doesn't start in the league for a reason uh, Jack, you know matt stafford looks like he's gonna be out for multiple weeks maybe even the rest of the season with, with broken bones in his back don't forget he had a bad back last season as well but also ty johnson left the game with a concussion and doesn't look likely he's going to go this week although it is still only monday so it is early days but typically by the time a player clears concussion protocol they they tend to miss a game at the very least so there isn't anyone else left in this backfield now that's going to cause a lot of harm to someone like JD McKissick but more importantly with Driscoll he's just going to be a player that will dump the ball as much as possible and they'll do screens and they'll make it as easy as possible for Driscoll to to make throws so McKissick is not only the de facto number one in the backfield but he should be getting a good uh, a good chunk of dump off passes and I think they'll lean on him more don't forget the rushing totals don't sort of scream of like confidence, but they were playing from behind. And then on top of that, you know, he didn't get the full game as, as the workload back because Ty Johnson was in for the first couple of quarters. So expect McKissick to bring you sort of 12 to 15 uh, PPR points this week, maybe more. I'd say that's sort of his range, um, but could get more than that. So definitely a strong ad. The other one is Brian Hill. Brian Hill is 0.3% owned. He fits into that handcuff. Uh, category but however he also finished last week with 20 carries for 60 yards and then one reception for 10 yards and a touchdown so Freeman went down with a foot injury it was made clear pretty early that he wouldn't return and Ito Smith has gone to IR 
So Hill is the primary back now in Atlanta. It looks, I mean, we wait for full information on Freeman, but you know, Freeman has had some concussion issues in the past. And as a result, it does look likely that Brian Hill is going to get starts here. And they probably want to see what they've got with Hill. Devonta Freeman is getting uh, older. So it probably makes sense to give Brian Hill a bit of a run out here. So he had 14 PPR points last week and he could have even more against Carolina, who they're playing this week. Now, the reason I say that is the Panthers are giving up a touchdown 70% of the time to their opponents when they're in the red zone, which is by far the worst in the NFL. And this is also a very coronary stat to last season, where they gave up a touchdown 70.21% of the time. Only Houston were worse last year. They've invested and got better this year. And with Matt Ryan having quite a solid year, despite an injury, um, if he can get the Falcons to the red zone, I definitely see Hill being involved. Yesterday, it was a receiving touchdown from 10 yards, but he can also run it in from the goal line as well. That uh, Carolina defense, which isn't bad in between the 20s, isn't particularly great in the red zone, as, as I've mentioned. So I would definitely be firing up Brian Hill uh, as a running back because I think he could probably even keep the job for the majority of the season now with the Falcons out of playoff contention. Moving on to wide receivers. This first wide receiver is someone who isn't actually going to play next week, but I think is well worth a stash. That's Darius Slayton. I think you can get him cheap because not a lot of people are going to be looking to add him to the roster, but he is 12.3% owned. You can probably get him for one or two fab dollars, or you can get him as your sort of last priority claim, unless you've got multiple people in your league listening to this podcast, because he's on buy next week. Now you've got you got Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard is out um, with concussion. I'm pretty unsure if he's going to come back at any point this season. And pretty much at this stage, it's doubtful that he goes in week 12. Um, with the Giants, with nothing to, to play for as well, I can't see why they would risk having Shepard come back and do more damage to himself. So I think they'll probably just try and sit him down for as long as possible and play with Slayton. And Slayton's doing a great job. He finished the game on Sunday against the Jets with 10 receptions for 121 yards, two TDs. So it's not like he's not producing. And he's been trending upwards despite a blip on Monday Night Football against Dallas. So I think he's a a stash definitely for this week. And then I think he's a plug and play wide receiver two against the Bears in two weeks time. Moving on to Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley is 26.4% owned. I feel like I spend half my life talking about Cole Beasley. Coming off a game where he got four receptions for 74 yards against Cleveland. He does have a relatively safe floor and a relatively low ceiling. But in this kind of week where you've got so many teams on by and then so many players being sort of added and grabbed and injuries are setting in now. He is one of Josh Allen's main weapons. It's him and and John Brown. They are playing Miami this week, which although improved, they're still giving up points left, right and centre. And also Cole Beasley's getting in the end zone almost every week. This is the first time in four weeks he's not been in the end zone. And he started off this run of touchdowns against Miami four weeks ago. So I do expect him he to get in the end zone again and he will have a sort of wide receiver three kind of flex day as a result. He's not going to go big for 20 points in PPR, but he's someone that can deliver you maybe like that 12, 13 PPR points and could be useful in a flex or wide receiver three spot. Moving on to tight end, it's Darren Fell, someone we've mentioned before as well, 27.5% owned. Uh, He's coming off a bye, but he actually has six touchdowns this season. Uh, He doesn't get a lot of volume in the passing game, so he is very much a, a touchdown or bust kind of addition, but he is getting touchdowns reasonably frequently he only had one reception in London two weeks ago but that was for a score they are going to Baltimore Baltimore do have a uh, pretty good defense against uh, tight ends however you know with the amount of injuries that are in there the receiving core 
for Houston. I would expect Fells to grab two, three, to, uh, two or three balls for somewhere between 20 and 40 yards and, and potentially that touchdown. And that's what you're banking on. There just isn't a lot of uh, people on the waiver wire at the moment that you can add that are going to have that touchdown upside. And if you're chasing that upside, it, it's kind of a dive in position. We, we found out today that Austin Hooper is going to have an MRI. And if he's injured, that's another player that could go down. The tight end position is just being decimated. So, I mean, unless you've got someone who's been dropped in your league that, that's going to offer something better, Darren Fells is, is just the kind of guy you want to punt every week and, and see how it turns out. Kicker, surprisingly, is even worse on the waiver wire. Uh, I've gone for Jake Elliott, who's also coming off a buy. He's 22.2% owned. He's not an elite option. He's not someone that's going to be the kicker one overall in a week. He sort of averages about six points a week. So he's not going to kill you. He's not going to really win you the week. I do think there's some upside to him this week because they're playing New England. We know that New England have a great defense. It's pretty clear. Um, and he is someone who, uh, New England is someone that will stop drives. The Eagles offense has been good, not great this year. So as a result, I definitely see Doug Peterson being someone who's going to stop. He likes to gamble on sort of short fourth yard uh, goals, but I think he's going to want to keep the scoreboard ticking in this one. And I can see Elliot uh, kicking quite a few field goals in this game. He's also got a really long leg. He kicked a 63 yarder, I think last season to beat the Giants or the season before. So he has got that long leg. He's fairly accurate. Um, I think he'll probably get more chances this week than he will most weeks. So I think it's a one-week uh, option. I think he's someone worth considering. And then lastly, uh, for DST, we're going to go with the New York Jets. And the New York Jets are someone who, uh, you know, I said a couple of weeks ago, pick them up for, for this stretch. And the Giants were sort of the hardest uh, game they had in that stretch. However, they really came through that and put up a, a monster score on the weekend. You know, Jamal Adams with that incredible touchdown, where he sort of ripped the ball out of Daniel Jones's hands to, to get the touchdown. They also got six sacks. They also managed two fumble recoveries as well. So they put up 20, uh, 24 points in fantasy football last week. They were sort of ranked in the top four defences on the week. So definitely a team who uh, get points consistently and they're definitely a team worth considering uh, for this week because they play the Washington Redskins who have pretty awful offense. They're only averaging some nine points a game over the, um, over the time Bill, Bill Callahan has managed the team. So with Dwayne Haskins on the center as a rookie, I'd expect him to cough up the ball a couple of times as well and therefore think that the Jets are in for a pretty good day in terms of points conceded, which isn't the first thing I kind of look for when it comes to a team, but more important. I think it's uh, the fact that the quarterback will give a couple of takeaways away and, and you know, anytime you get an interception you've got the chance potentially to run it in especially with someone like Jamal Adams who had an absolutely superb game on, on Sunday and absolutely dominated the field so that would be who I'd be thinking about picking up this week uh, hope you find this useful if there's more information uh, that comes out to us we'll sort of update tomorrow and suggest some other players but do get in touch with us through the flick chat uh, where the information will be in the show notes or you get in touch with us via twitter and we can share the link for you to join our conversation on flick chat where you can ask us any questions in terms of lineup submissions in terms of uh, waiver ads or anything like that most of your leagues probably have had trade line deadlines go by but if you haven't you've got a trade deadline maybe this week or you don't have one get in touch with us if you want any ideas as to who to trade but until tomorrow's uh, flagship show until the takeover show we also have an incredible guest uh, coming on this week someone whose podcast i've been listening to for quite a while uh, very diverse topics and he's a, a good fantasy football guy as well so uh, four shows this week but until the next time you hear from us keep rushing Oh, I 
HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.